Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Well, well, well. I'll tell you, man, we have not heard this boy's voice. On this uh, on this show for a while, pre-COVID, I think, and uh, I don't know whether to call him my special guest or my co-host. So why don't we just say he's he's kind of half my uh, special guest, half my co-host, and each week I tell you how much I miss having Pastor Ken Keltner in studio with me as we do Faith in the Zone. But he is with us today for the entire hour, and I thank him for that. Pastor Ken Keltner, Merry Christmas to you, sir. How are you? <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Mike McGivern, and to uh, the listeners of Faith in the Zone. I tell you what, um, I, I've uh, I've missed being with you and, and doing uh, doing the programs, but I want to just tell you, you're doing a great job, and uh, I'm just uh, excited for uh, the guests that you've had on. And uh, and you know, you always used to say when I was there that I don't know how much help I was. I, I mean, I think you. Your 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 back was hurting, or your shoulders were heavy for having to carry the whole broadcast when I was hey, with you. Now, now, Pastor, now why why that do you remember? But the other important stuff in our life, you never <laughs> you never remember what I told you. You're like, no, wait, what, what? But that stuff, you, when I'm goofing and I'm playing, come on, man, it it's a different show. Um, I can tell you that, and and I. Uh, if I didn't miss you the first week, I certainly miss you. You know, a year and a half into this thing, uh, that's for sure. I, I just do. Yeah. Hey, um, before we get we get going to the show, I got to thank uh, I got to thank you and the people at Brookside Baptist Church because you recently agreed to uh, to to be the title sponsor again next year for Faith in the Zone, and you know behind the scenes everything here, and and I just I can't thank you guys enough. For, for the belief that you have in this show and allowing me to continue to do it. So thank you. Well, Mike, you're welcome. We do. Uh, we are we are thankful for, for what you're doing. And um, we just want people to know, I mean, what you know, someone says, what's your church about? We just want people to know they can live with God one day. And um, the Bible makes it real clear how that's done. And so that's why, that's why we love listening to these guests come on and tell how their journey of faith began and, and really uh, what God's been doing in their life, but also, uh, you know, talk sports. And um, it's amazing. You go all over the world and you drop a ball on the field or on the basketball court, man, you got a crowd. And uh, sports is a, is a great tool just to share with people how they know they can live with God. Hey, Pastor, I do need your help on something, though. And I'm hoping yeah. that you can, you can help me with this. So I'm the valet driver at Brookside Baptist Church, and I'll park like – 
you know, my friend Roman's car, or I'll help Edna um, with with yeah. hers. They never have faith in the zone playing on the radio. Like I think you got to talk to Roman. You got to you got to say, hey man, if he's parking your car, don't you think even if you're not listening to it when you pull into the Brookside <laughs> lot, maybe you want to switch over to twelve fifty AM the fan so that you know he doesn't get his feelings don't get hurt. You know what? I'll be glad to mention that to him. Man. Yeah, if, if Mike's going to park your car, make sure you got faith in the zone on so uh, his feelings don't get hurt. Yeah, and and trust me, when the people that have it on, I get the I find them a way better parking spot. Like I bet like you yeah, I Roman's car I put, you know, in the church down the block. I put it in their lot. <laughs> <laughs> but the people that have faith in the zone on, I man, I get them that first or second spot right up front, you know. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I you, bet would, you, do. you would think that they would realize what's going on, but I I feel like maybe it's not my place to tell uh, Roman and some of the other guys. You know, I'm yeah. I, I'm just kidding. I am so thankful uh, for some of the people that I get to could talk to every Sunday. Uh, get to park their cars, and now there's a few people that actually trust me. Which, I, man, you must have talked to those guys because nobody was letting me park their car when I first started, and I'm like, hey. They're like, you have shifty eyes. I don't really trust you. I'm like, come on, man. Well, you drive a van with like 190,000 miles on it. Where am I going with that? I can't go down the block. I can't take that car. They laugh. Yeah, yeah it, well, I think, I think you had the line there when they wouldn't let you park the car. I think I was out there. I heard it a couple of times when you looked at him and go, hey. Come on, man! I, I can park a car. I haven't stolen a car in six weeks. Six weeks? <laughs> I mean, you can't. Come on, six weeks. That's that's a trend, isn't it? Like that's that's kind <laughs> exactly. of the yeah. That is a trend. Hey, so Pastor, I was thinking about this before uh, before I called you. Um, we haven't really talked about the history of faith in the zone in a long time, and and obviously since I've been doing the show on my own, the listeners, the numbers have gone way up, so we must have new <laughs> listeners. Um, but we, we are in year eight of, of doing Faith in the Zone, and uh, you and Brookside Baptist Church have been right next to me through this whole journey, and it was really kind of your idea to do a podcast to, to kind of try this and instead, you know, I, I came into, into these radio stations and opened my mouth a little bit and was told, if you remember, I was told that they would, they would allow us to do this, but that this show would not be on the air in six months. It's got a six-month shelf life, and that'll be the end of it. And we are now in year eight, so I, I, I you know, certainly I think, uh, I, I think that uh, God had different uh, idea on how long this show would go. And, and look, it hasn't all been roses and butterflies and peaches and all that stuff. There, there's been plenty of times where I've looked at you and said, Pastor, I can't do this anymore. In the beginning, it was just really difficult to get studio time, to find guests, to find a couple of different sponsors that that believed in it the way that Brookside Baptist Church and you did, and you know it 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 uh, you kept saying, "Man, just hang in there, hang in there." It's I'm telling you, it's going to smooth out a little bit. Hang in there, and uh, and you were right, Pastor. I I, I appreciate your willingness to, to to walk me back off the ledge. And uh, I remember one time, Pastor, I was at, I got home and I said to Terry, I said, I'm done. I, 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 I cannot, I can't, I can't keep doing this. It's just, it's so much frustration and difficult. And she looked at me with that Michael kind of look and said, you, you know what? Um, I, I Don't pull the plug. Don't do it. You know what? You're doing good work. I'm really proud of you. I'll keep praying for you. You know, she just kind of settled me down a little bit too. And, and, uh, I, I'm thankful for her and and certainly you and and you being able to just walk me back a little bit during those rough stretches. Um, so thanks for that. Well, and Mike, you have a great wife, and uh, she's a great encouragement to you. I mean, you, as you've told so many, you outkicked your coverage, and um, she has just been a, a great trooper right there with you. And so, um, you know, I just knew that, um, you know, if the if the Lord put this thing together. Uh, and, you know, we might not know who all is going to uh, be in heaven because they listen to this broadcast and until we get to heaven. And um, I, I can't remember if I told you, um, young man Ben, who's been coming to the Brookside, he came here because of faith in the zone. 
and I got with him last a uh, couple of weeks ago. Had breakfast together, and and all he, I mean, one big question he was, tell me, I want, I want to know the details of how faith in the zone actually came about. And um, so I walked him back to sharing with you. Hey, why don't we do a podcast? And the next thing I knew, you had it in the studio, and uh, we were off and running, and God opened up those doors. Well, I'll tell you what, and there's. You know, there there are people now that come up to me and say, where's that co-host of yours? You know, <laughs> and I go, co-host? Yeah, that, and, and on that religion show you do. I go, I don't do a religion show. No, yeah, that religion show. I said, no, I don't really believe in religion. I, oh, you mean the faith-based show? And I, you know, I know where they're going with it. And I go, did I used to have a co-host? I don't remember those days. And they laugh. They think that's very funny, by the way. And uh, But there, there are people that ask me, where you're at. So um, I can't yeah, wait. And there are some things that are happening um, and we'll be able to announce them maybe in the next month or so, but there are some things happening not only here, but by you that, that are going to give us possibly give us the opportunity to, to, to be able to do these shows together again. Yeah. Oh, we'd love it. Love it. You know what, but Mike, what, what, what was so funny and I've told you this often, I'll be out with somebody and I'll, you know, they talk, they start, telling me how much they love sports. And I go, well, hey, have you ever listened to Faith in the Zone? And they go, oh, yeah, Faith in the Zone with Mike McGivern. Man, I love that show. I listen to it all the time. I go, well, great. Um, you know, uh, it's Mike McGivern. And, and they go, yeah, yeah. And then there's this other guy. I don't know his name. But, <laughs> but yeah, we, we watch it with Mike McGivern or listen to it with Mike McGivern and the other guy. And I go, well, hey, I, I'm the other guy. <laughs> Do you know that? Not may, that that matters. Not that that matters. <laughs> you know what that that might just say that I maybe I talk too much, but I don't, I don't know. I could no, I could I pull tell some people all the time. You are very good on the radio. In fact, I think I told you right after we started, somebody came in and told me, "Man, that Mike McGivern, he's as good as any guys I've heard on the radio uh, in sports." So uh, you you have a you have a great ability to uh, connect and communicate. Uh, over the air, Mike. Well, That's it's a God-given it's, gift. There. It's funny, Pastor, because um, years ago there were there were people that would always call Tom Parker, who's the program director here, and say, "Hey, you got to get that McGivern guy off the air. He's got the worst voice in the history of radio." And I thought, <laughs> man, there had to be a guy in the 1940s in Iowa doing like a farm report that had a word. Look, and I'm, I've never been a radio guy. I just happened to, I'm a sales guy here, but happened to do a couple of these shows. And, and Tom Parker used to say, hey, if you take like a radio class to sound more like a radio guy, I'm going to fire you. I go, what? He goes, what makes this work is you're Milwaukee. You are totally a Milwaukee guy, born and raised, and you sound Milwaukee. And I go, is that good? He goes, I think it is. I go, what about those guys that keep calling? He goes, well, first of all, tell your family, your brothers to quit calling, and then you'll be okay. <laughs> and so we have some, definitely have some fun with that. Hey, this uh, this last year, year and a half, has been really difficult on a lot of things. And one of them is is not having you you here. And, and you know, some of the guests that, that we've had on, Pastor, and we'll probably get more into that in segment three, but but there are, you know throughout the years there have been guests that have really had an impact on our lives, and there's been a number of them this year that uh, and a guest that have had a huge impact on on my life and and um, we'll talk a little bit about that in in segment three. What I want to do is get to a break, and Pastor normally in segment two we'll ask people to share their testimony. What I'm going to ask of you is let's talk about Christmas. Let's talk about the real meaning of Christmas. Is it Santa Claus and, and reindeer that, you know, run over your grandmother and stuff like that and all the presents that we're getting for people? Or is there is there a better message that we need to be sending people about what Christmas really means and what um, what by by understanding what Christmas means, what that can do for us? And I'm going to ask you those things on the other side of the break. He is Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church, 4470 Pilgrim Road. If you're hearing this on Sunday, there's a Christmas Eve candlelight service at 4 o'clock on December 24th. We're also going to replay this show on on, uh, on Christmas Day from 11 uh, till noon, and you're going to be a little late. So if you hear this on Sunday, Christmas Eve candlelight service, 4 o'clock start on December 24th at Brookside Baptist Church, 4470 Pilgrim Road. 
If you want to get there at 3.30, quarter to 4, I'll be out front. I'll park your car. You can sit. I sit to the back on the right side with my wife, Terry, and there's space back there. This gets to be a crowded service, so you're going to want to try to get there a little bit early. We will get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll talk about the Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas with Pastor Ken Keltner. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my special guest and co-host. He's Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church, 4470 Pilgrim Road in Brookfield. And again, they they just renewed for another year of faith in the zone. And cannot thank the people at Brookside Baptist Church enough for their belief. Not only their belief, but but now you, you have to put your money where your mouth is. And, and they've done that again, and I can't thank them enough. Hey, Pastor... Um, it, when if somebody comes to the the Christmas Eve candlelight service on the December twenty fourth at four o'clock, what can kind of they expect from Brookside Baptist Church? And 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 look, I'm I've been there for this service a lot, and I understand the beauty behind it and and uh, everything that goes into to making that service special. Because there's going to be and always is a lot of people that they might get into church once in the year, and this is the night. And uh, I don't. I hope that you don't feel. I don't think you feel any undue pressure. But I think that it's got to at least come into your your thought process when you get prepared for what you want to say that evening. Yeah. Well, what they can expect is uh, I, I trust they'll they'll experience a, a very uh, friendly uh, atmosphere, um, and we're thankful for people that are here. Uh, you're going to hear some good music. We got some great. Um, folks that'll be singing and um so they're gonna hear some good music and then uh gonna hear um uh, about a 15 minute 20 minute challenge probably 15 they're always on me about my time 15 minutes about the 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 indescribable gift that the apostle paul talks about to the corinthians and we'll talk a little bit about that that indescribable gift came at christmas and then uh kind of the the um the, the key that people have really enjoyed here, uh, the tradition, is that everyone is uh, handed a, a candle when they come in. And, of course, it has, uh, you know, um, uh, it's in a, in a glass holder where you're not going to get burnt by any hot wax or anything like that. And we actually uh, start with one or two candles while we're singing Silent Night. And all the lights go off and, and the whole auditorium lights up with uh, with all the lights. So. Yeah. Of, uh, with the with the song Silent Night and and then we're then we're we're dismissed. So the service lasts about one hour, and um, we try to get people in and out within an hour. And I uh, trust it'll be a, a a great encouragement to them and help them understand really the whole meaning of Christmas. We are talking to Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Um, hey, Pastor. When, when you look, and, and I would assume now that you you you, you don't, um, the frustration probably doesn't set in so much. Uh, maybe it still does, but when you when you're out and about, and you know, there's Thanksgiving is a week away, and and you get into a a store, and there's you know all the Christmas lights, and and they're already talking about Black Friday and uh, the money you can save by doing this, and then some of the songs you hear uh, on the radio. Are there times that you just kind of shake your head and and think, boy, that they, they they just are not telling people the correct message on this because it it really is when you ask somebody, are you are you ready for Christmas? They immediately go, well, no, I still have to buy my brother a gift. I have, and no, 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 are you ready for Christmas? Do you know what this means? Do you know what day this is? Well, yeah. Yeah, we do gifts. We we do uh, we have a big breakfast, and we we do this, do this, and we get gifts. And then we go to my mother in law's house, and it it at sometimes it's 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 hard because people. I guess maybe I'm not asking the correct question. You know, Mike, um, 
I don't know that I necessarily get frustrated. I get burdened because I want people to know that they can live with God one day. Yeah, what what is interesting though for me is even around my neighborhood, uh, you know, and what, I mean, we we put up a tree and we put up lights before and all, but and there was a few homes that, I mean, they got the Santa train out there. They got the reindeer. I mean, there's nothing really that would show you uh, as their yard is just packed with stuff that this really is a biblical um, celebration in any way, other than they might have the little sign out there, Jesus is the reason for the season. Uh, that, That always kind of astonishes me because I thought, because I think, man, there's nothing in the front yard that is even identifying for me any celebration about Jesus being the reason for the season. Uh, you know, weeks change gifts. You know, what's interesting, Mike, about the gifts that we give to one another, we put them under the tree. And God's gift to the world was actually nailed to the tree. And he, that all happened. That all began in what we celebrate at Christmas, the, the coming of of the Messiah, the coming of Jesus. And, and um, some 300 prophecies uh you know, saying this is what's going to happen, even to the point one saying he will be born in Bethlehem of Judea. And it, and it happened exactly like what God said would happen uh, there in the Old Testament. In fact, uh, I think one thing I say often around here is one of the greatest evidences that God's word is true and real is fulfilled prophecy. God said it was going to happen, and guess what? It happened. And so, uh, and Christmas is all about Jesus coming, and Jesus didn't come just to live. I was talking to a guy today, and he goes, yeah, but why did he come? I said, he came because he, he, he knew that he needed to pay for the sins of the world, because we can't meet God's standard of perfection. And he lived, he was born, and he lived 33 years on this earth, and he met God's standard. He was perfect. He never sinned. When John the Baptist first saw him, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who comes to take away the sin of the world. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus put himself on that cross as a, as, as a perfect individual. God come in the flesh, and he paid for all the sins, past, present, and future, all at once. So that now we can have the opportunity to be clothed in his righteousness. Or like Paul says, for he made him talking about God making him Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. I mean, there's no way we're going to work our way or have enough, um, you know, stars or merit our own salvation. Uh, we can't. We don't. We can't come close to that. And uh, that's the reason Jesus came. He came. He lived a perfect life. He paid for the sins of the world because someone has to pay for it. Either you're going to pay for it or Jesus paid for it for you. And uh, that gift is received through faith, that I turn and to, from my sin, and I turn to Jesus to, to save me from, from my sin. And, and it's not just an insurance prayer to get out of, uh, out, of hell, uh, out of hell, but it's like one former president of Princeton said, man, I'm so thankful that Jesus loved me so much that he went through all that and did that for me that I can live with God, that my life's now like a P.S. to say, God, what can I do to say thank you? Amen. And so, um, you know, that, that's, uh, that's kind of it in a nutshell. I mean, John, I mean, Tim Tebow used to wear John 3.16, you know, the eyeliner under, uh, under his eyes there, the black eyeliner there to uh, keep some of the glare of the lights out, and he would write in white John 3.16, and I mean millions of people Googled John 3.16 when Tim Tebow did that. Probably one of the most famous and well-known verses, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then the next verse says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And so Jesus is the only answer, and he said it that way. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father except through me. Pastor, you know, it's, and, uh, in, it's interesting that, that, that that's in this second segment, that that's, you know, the verses that you bring up, because nor and not normally, I, I can tell you growing up, it would have been, well, you know, the, 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 um, the manger story and, and there's no room in the inn and, you know, the, 
the the, the gifts and and the little drummer boy. You know, that would be the story that everybody would just go to immediately around Christmas time. And for you to say, okay, let's talk John 3.16. As we're doing a Christmas show, because see, now that makes sense to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Because that's the story. That's what it is. Yep. Certainly, you know, you, you, you have to go back to, to to when, you know, Jesus came into this world. But but the whole story, not just that one story of him laying in a manger, right? Right. Yeah. No, he, he, there was a reason for him coming. In fact, he said, I must be about, as he was growing up, the Bible says that he grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. So he, he grew intellectually. He grew spiritually, he grew physically, um, and he, he grew uh, relationally with people. And uh, as he grew up, he, you know, he said, I must be about my father's business. And the father's business was that Jesus would come and be the redeemer for the whole world. I mean, God had that plan from the beginning. When Adam sinned in the garden and ate the fruit of the, from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, God was not in a panic in heaven of, oh, what am I going to do now? He promised right there in Genesis 3 that he would send a redeemer right away. And you think of the genius of God, Mike, and, and this whole redemption plan. It is so simple that a child can understand that Jesus came. He lived a perfect life. He put himself on the cross for your sins and for mine. And if you will turn from your sin, recognizing and agree with God, I am a sinner. I can't save myself. And you turn to Jesus Christ. Then Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, he that believes in me has everlasting life. And it is so simple. And yet religion has come in, and religion has made it so confusing. I still remember Marcus Hanel, uh, one of our you know, first ones uh, on, uh, on uh, Faith in the Zone, who was so upset with religion, saying, man, they never told me. Right. You know, not only why Jesus was born, but just even like in Mel Gibson's uh, the passion, the cross, I have people come up to me and they go, but why did he do that? Why would he, why would he allow them to do that to him? Why would he do that? And I said, because he loves you. I mean, he was found not guilty three times by the Jewish court. So they run him over to Pilate's court and the Gentiles, and he's found not guilty three times. I mean, Pilate did not want to you know, continue to, to go down that path. And Jesus never, ever said, hey, uh, let me go, I'm innocent. He never opened his mouth that way because he knew exactly why he came. He was born not to live. He was born to die specifically for our sins. And Mike, you know, for your listeners out there, if he stayed in the tomb and he's still dead, we might as well go home or play in church. Yeah, But he rose that third day and he says, because I live, you shall live also. You know, it's uh, again, take a listen to, to what we just talked about and what Pastor just talked about. You know, we're we're... This is a Christmas show. That's what this is. To to invite you on December 24th, if you're listening to this on Sunday, the Christmas Eve candlelight service, 4 o'clock start, at Brookside Baptist Church, 4470 Pilgrim Road in Brookfield. But we could have spent this segment talking about, you know, the birth and, you know, the, the, no room in the end, and, and that typical story that you're going to hear at, at some of the churches, that here, this is the Christmas story. But there's there, there's so much more, and when you listen to Pastor Ken talk about it, that that's what that's what Christmas is about. It, it, it is not, and, and for the people that think it's, it is all about the reindeer running over their grandma and that song, and, and you know, how much... Uh, you know, how much Christmas food can we, and the cookies can we eat, and how many presents can we get our kids, or what? It, what is so-and-so going to get me? Man, that, that just, it's so shallow at, at this point, you know, with, with what's going on in our world. Take a listen to what Pastor Ken just talked about. The Christmas story is much more than what you're used to hearing. And uh, come on up to Brookside Baptist Church. You see now why I go up there. Well, because he's a pretty good guy. He's my friend. And he's a really good pastor, and boy, but Christmas Eve, he, uh, man, he hits it out of the ballpark, brother. He just does. So come on up and join us again. Uh, you can head up there, tw- uh, 4470 Pilgrim Road, 4 o'clock. I would get there a little bit early because it does get pretty crowded on December 24th. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with Pastor Ken Keltner. 
from Brookside Baptist Church. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my special guest and co-host, normally Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Hey, Pastor, this uh, you know this last year to year and a half of doing these shows mostly on my own, um, I can tell you that we have had some guests on this show that I just really wish that uh, that you had been able to be in with me because you would have really, really enjoyed them. I, I think for sure Billy Butters, who is a, a former hockey player, um, you would have really liked. He he. Uh, he was very much um, not a Christian. In fact, he really disliked Christians. And um, he got asked to, to work a Christian hockey camp. And all he wanted to know is, how much, how much am I getting paid? And he said, well, no, you're, you're going to do this for free. It's, it's, uh, it's a Christian camp. And he ended up going, and he was not happy. And after the first practice, none of the kids were swearing. None of the kids were hitting each other. They all came up and said, that was a great practice coach. Thanks a lot. And he was like, man, these aren't real hockey players. That's not how hockey players act. And then he saw a bunch of these kids sitting around a tree, you know. And so he went over there, and they're all reading. And he's like, hey, what book are you guys reading? Kids said, we're reading the Bible. He goes, what? I don't even know anybody in my life that owns one of those. And they were like, come on, sit down. He goes, no, 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 no interest, but thanks. And he leaves. And the next day... They're, they're, they're around the same tree, but they're talking, and they call him over, and they said, hey, look, do you want to go You want to go with us tonight? He goes, where are you going? He said, we're going to chapel. He goes, what does that mean? Guy, the kid goes, oh, it's, man, it's great. It's just, like, it's just like mass, like church. And he goes, no, I'm not going there. He goes, they, were try- they thought they were saying this that would really get me going if they said it was more like, you know, it was like going to a church. And he said that night he walked by and he heard all this singing and all this kind of celebration, and he peeked his head in, but he, he didn't want to go in. He's not going in. And um, these kids brought him in, and they talked to him, and they, they were like, hey, man, why do you hate God so much? And he said, well, I don't hate him. I just don't believe he's there. And these 12-year-old kids brought this man to his niece, Pastor. And by the time they were done with him, he went to his knees and said, that's what I've been looking for. This is who, this is what I need. And he went home and he, t- he said, he said to his wife, I've got good news and bad news. Good news. I am, I am a born again Christian. And she goes, oh, that's wonderful. He said, bad news. I've been cheating on you for seven years and I'm asking for your forgiveness. And I don't know if I can ever get your trust back, but I have to come clean this is who this is what I was doing and it will not happen again but I I just need you to know and it t- obviously it took uh, it took a while for her for her to trust him again they're still together wonderful couple I'm a big fan of Billy Butters man Minnesota boy and uh great testimony that's that's one that we had um we also had a guy named just Chris who is a um hip-hop gospel uh Guy here from here in Milwaukee, in fact, and and turned out really small world that um, he is he he goes to church at Pastor Marlon Locke's church, and he I I I would go over to the park across the street from my house on Wednesdays, and I'd say hi to these guys, and I'd end up like over by the softball diamond, and Pastor every single time there'd be a play at the plate, he's out, he's safe, he's out, he's safe. They'd look at me. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Well, just Chris, he said, man, you called me out one time. I was safe. I said, man, you were out by a mile. I remember that play. (laughs) Pastor, I don't remember that play. But he came in. You want to talk about a guy? He was a he was right. I mean, he was a a gangbanger. He was he was that guy, and um, he ended up going to prison. And uh, Pastor, he he said he said, look. You can believe this or not, 
but I had a conversation. And and God, I'm telling you, God asked me, who do you think you are? I could have taken you the first time you got shot. I could have taken you the second time, and I definitely could have taken you the third time you got shot, but I didn't because I have a plan for you, and you're going to be working for me. You're going to be out, and when you get out, here's what I— And he said, Mike, I have to be honest. Being part of the world as a hip-hop guy, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of crazy fun there. And now this, I don't, I don't do any of this for myself anymore. And it, it is all about, you know, what trying to spread the word. And he, he it's not, I've listened to some of his stuff, Pastor, and it's really good. But just Chris was, was a guy that we had on that I wish you could uh, have joined me. Um, the other one that that I really, and there's a number we're going to play on Christmas Day, um, but but Kim and Bill Wegman. Billy Wegman, former pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers, and I have to tell you this, Pastor, he wasn't jumping up and down to come on the show. Kim was, and it was interesting, really interesting how I, I found them. I had to go see a doctor because of my back, and the doctor said, hey, are you the guy that does that that Faith in His Own show? I go, yeah. And he goes, hey, I've got somebody you might want to look up. Bill Wegman used to live next door to me when he was pitching for the Brewers when I was a kid. And I know he's he's doing some faith based stuff, so I looked him up and I, I, and what was really interesting is when I talked to Kim, she said, "Mike, we have been praying for that family recently, like we haven't thought mm-hmm. about them in a while, and all of a sudden we started praying for them, and now you're telling me that this guy told you to look us up." I said, "Yep." He she was like, "Wow, that's wonderful. I hope they're listening." And then once we got through this, and once we kind of started. Doing the show itself, Billy Bill Wegman really got involved and really got excited about it and understood kind of what what Faith in the Zone was. And, boy, that was a really, really good show that I wish you would have been uh, with me on as well. Yeah. Hey, I, you, I, I love hearing, you know, of, of these that, you know, that I haven't been able to be there on. But, you know, in eight years, um, are there one or two that also stand out to you, Mike? As far as our guests, yeah, um, you because know, for, yeah, for for I'll tell you for, what, Matt Mayer is one recently this year, uh, professional soccer player from Philadelphia. Um, he, uh, I tell you what, that, and we're going to air that one at Christmas Day as well. Just a complete story of redemption, Pastor. He he mm-hmm. was a professional soccer player. He tore his ACL. The team was going out of town for an away game, away trip. Uh, the whole weekend, he lived with his brother, who was also part of the the, the pro team in, in Philadelphia. And his brother said, don't go out tonight. You're having surgery on Tuesday. I'm not going to be around. And he ended up going out, running into an old friend. And they went out and had a bunch of drinks. And he was gonna, they were going to go to uh, Atlantic City. And he was driving on the freeway. And he, he hit another car and killed a guy. And seven, he spent seven years in prison. And when you hear his story, it, 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 that one really got me. It really got me. And he was, he was a really good, you know, you know, he like talk a little smack about being a basketball player and all that, whatever. Come on now. In fact, you know, um, uh, he is, he is out now in New Jersey is where he lives. And, and <clears throat> Kevin, he was him and Kevin, um, have run into each other a little bit, um, or Kevin knew of him, and I asked uh, Matt if I could give Kevin his number, and, and I don't know if they, they ever hooked up to but Matt's always out there trying to find pickup basketball games, and uh, I thought Kevin would be a, a really good contact for him. Yeah, yeah, Ke- Kevin, for those of you who don't know, that's my second son. Mike, Mike coached all my boys at one point or another, but for me, Mike, I look back and um, – Don Beebe was always one of my favorites. Um, Bobby Richardson was, um, I, I don't know, I, I think it's because I've always heard so much about Bobby Richardson. Bobby Richardson was uh, what was one of those programs that um, I'll, I'll always remember. I mean, we've had, we've had some great ones. Um, you know, uh, I, I tell people all the time about the Bobby Bowden one because you used to uh, make fun of me getting my Southern accent the more I kept <laughs> Listen to Coach Bowden, and you know what? His faith is now sight. He's he's with the Lord, and um, just and, the impact that he had on all those athletes. 
Hey, um, you know who else? He, hey, Pastor, you know who else? He, he I'm, cared about it. I'm sorry not to uh, interrupt you. Do you know another uh, Faith in the Zone um, uh, alumni uh, had passed this year, and that's Tunch Ilkin. I don't know if you knew that. Yep. Yep, I, I saw that, and the minute I saw it, because he was the uh, play-by-play, or no, the uh, color for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Correct, yeah. And, um, and uh, man, he... He's the one who hooked us up with Landry Jones. So there was a Oklahoma boy for me that we got to interview interview once also. But yeah, Tunja, he he was um, he had a great testimony. Yeah, yeah he's he, with the Lord. I mean, you know, the Bible says, Mike, that life's a vapor. It's here and then it's gone. And uh, right now, and what I love about faith in the zone is, uh, I trust as they listen to the testimonies of many of these that it will will help them nail down their own eternity, that right now is the time to be preparing for my eternity. Um, when I die, and it's over with at that point, I don't, I, don't, I don't get a second shot at this. And so that's why it's important, and that's why I think faith in the zone is so important, because it gives people opportunity to hear. You know, it's not about religion. It's about a relationship, and you say that so often, and you say it so well. Well, thank you for that. The, the other— um, and then we have to get to a break. But when when we had um, um, Coach Sid on from St. Francis and Ralph Muro, and then we did the event up at, at Brookside um, where we came together and, and prayed for our, our basketball coaches in the state of Wisconsin, that had a big impact on me because there were some guys that came that night to Brookside that I didn't expect to see, and they came in and, and – uh, you know what, that that truly had an impact on me. When I saw some people that came to join us in person, um, that, that really, I, there was a lot of encouragement for me, Pastor, for that event. And and I thought Coach Sid did a great job of speaking, and, my, and uh, Ralph Mural did a really good job, and you did. And I thought that event for a first-year event was really good. Yeah, do you have any idea how many people? Do we, do we have any idea how many were online or, or who who went online to watch that around that, the, the state? Do, you, do we know that at all? Or I, not? That would be a, actually, Pastor. That'd be a question I would ask for you. Yeah, the IT people at Brookside because it was all through your system that would would have to go back uh, and look okay. and 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 let us okay. know. So maybe one day we'll uh, we'll find that out because I've been asked that a few times. From uh, from a couple of yeah. people, and and that would actually be something because we we are on you know your website, uh, and so I can't I can't go in and, and grab those numbers, but certainly you guys would be able to do that. Hey, let's get to a okay. break. Yeah. Other side of the break. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn you turn it over to you're my special guest because I'm going to ask you on the other side of the break of all the uniforms you've ever worn, and I know you played some sports in your day. If you could pick out one uniform and wear it one more time and play with that team, what uniform would it be and who would you play against? We'll find out. Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Don't forget, December 24th, Christmas Eve, candlelight service, 4 p.m. start at Brookside Baptist Church, 4470 Pilgrim Road. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I can't tell you how enjoyable this has been for me to have Pastor Ken Keltner as my co-host and special guest. It, it just uh, it feels right, and it feels like you know we never left. Like we he hasn't he hasn't missed any shows, and I know that he has. But it's good to have him back um, for at least this one for sure. Hey, Pastor, at the end this this was going to be a throwaway question, but I just. I've gotten a lot of response throughout the last year, year and a half on it. And so I'm going to ask you the same last question that I ask all of our special guests. All the uniforms you've ever worn in your life, you put them all in a closet, and you get to pick one out to play one more game with that team. What uniform is it, and who do you play against? That's a great question because I went back to uh, Tulsa for uh, Thanksgiving. Kathy's dad is uh, 92 years old, and 
And uh, so we went back to celebrate. She has cousins and all back there, and we had a great time. But I stopped by one guy's house, and I was visiting with him. He goes, hey, you wouldn't believe who lives right around the corner. I go, who's that? He goes, Shelby Griffin. I go, Shelby? I, I mean, Shelby and I were guards together all through high school. And uh, I, I just loved playing with that guy. And uh, uh, it was so great. I went over, and, man, we talked some, some old-time uh, sports together and so forth. And I'd probably have to go back to uh, Tulsa Christian Academy Bulldogs. Uh, there weren't really hardly any Christian schools. I mean, I, I don't know of hardly any Christian schools back in that day uh, there in Tulsa. And so we were basically playing the public schools and so forth. And I think it would have probably been my sophomore, junior year. I can't remember exactly which. Uh, we were playing Copan High School, little small town. And, you know, a lot of times you go to those small towns, and I mean, they, those people pack it out because that's their team. And um, it was the best high school game I ever had. I think I had 38 points that game, and uh, we ended up, uh, I think we won that in overtime. And, um, and I love playing with guys like, uh, like Shelby and uh, just, had a, just had a great time. I, I think I would go back to, to that one game, that one uniform, uh, number 21, and it was a um, blue and gold uniform. So. Yeah, that was our colors. The, the mighty Bulldogs. You know, I went back and 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 I kind of thought that you would pull that 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 game. So I looked at the box score. <laughs> you were fifteen for sixty three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah, hey, 15, you know the sad 15. the sad part about it in those days is we didn't have the three point line. Can you imagine if I could have had a three point line? I would have been throwing up fifty a game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, fifteen for sixty three. I think that's what the box score said. <laughs> <laughs> 63 points or 63 shots to get to 30 is just man. I did. I have no idea where that box score would even be. I have to be honest with you. They, they, they found me. They found me a lot. And uh, so if I was 15 of 63 or 68, whatever you said, maybe, maybe I was eight for eight from the line. That would have, that would have made my day. No, nah, you know what? I saw that too. I'm sorry. I, I wish I could tell you were, but you weren't. You're zero for zero because you never got fouled because you never got close to the basket. You just were launching long ones. Oh boy, that's very funny. Well, the mighty Bulldogs—that's yeah. that's that's a really good answer. Hey, Pastor, quickly, yeah. uh, Merry Christmas to you and 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 your family and your kids and your grandkids. What a beautiful, um, beautiful family that you have, and I love. Uh, I love watching, you know, Keith and and Kyle and Kurt and and uh, Kevin on Facebook and and seeing this, this these beautiful grandkids that you have. So Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you and your family, Pastor. Well, Mike, same to you and Terry and uh, and uh, for uh, your your grandkids. I you know I know you're out there helping them with basketball and so forth, and uh, it's just awesome to, to see. I mean, life goes by pretty fast, doesn't it, Mike? I, I still remember when we knew it's over with as far as watching our kids play competitive sports in, in college. And um, I gave you a hard time, but, Mike, you're the best thing that happened when we moved here to the Milwaukee area that the boys played for the mighty Warriors over at uh, mighty, uh, the Calvary Baptist mighty, of Menominee mighty, Falls. Mighty, we e- mighty Eagles. Oh, Mighty Eagles, yeah. yeah. The Mighty Eagles, Eagles man. <laughs> yeah, you, you want no part of these Mighty Eagles. Pastor, we got to get out, man. It's been great. I look forward to seeing you on December 24th, Christmas Eve candlelight service. This show will also air on Christmas Day from 11 to 12. So if this is when you're listening to it, Merry Christmas to you and your family. If it is on Sunday, come on over. December 24th, Christmas Eve candlelight service, 4 p.m. start at Brookside Baptist Church, 4470 Pilgrim Road. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 AM and 8 PM. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 AM, The Fan.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.